Bismillahirrahmanirrahim In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful What did I do to deserve this? Conquering the assumptions that hold you back This booklet is written by Najwa Awad and Sara Sultan from Yaqeen Institute for Islamic Research This is part two. Jumping to conclusions, misconception number four. Allah does not care if I suffer. When bad things happen, it doesn't mean that Allah likes it. For example, does Allah like it when people do not worship him? Of course not, since Allah says, and I did not create the jinn and mankind except to worship me. When we assume that everyone, including Allah, is out to get us or don't care about us, we fall into the cognitive distortion of mind reading. We assume ill intentions of Allah because our emotions overtake our thoughts. However, consider the statement of the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ, may the blessings and peace be upon him. Allah says, I'm just as my slave thinks I am, i.e. I am able to do for him what he thinks I can do for him. And I am with him if he remembers me. If he remembers me in himself, I too remember him in myself. And if he remembers me in a group of people, I remember him in a group that is better. And if he comes one span nearer to me, I go one cubit nearer to him. And if he comes one cubit nearer to me, I go a distance of two outstretched arms nearer to him. And if he comes to me walking, I go to him running. Does Allah truly wish you ill if he promises to come nearer to you if you take even the tiniest step toward him? In reality, our thought <coughs> processes regarding Allah have much more to do with us than they have to do with Allah. Therefore, it makes sense that Allah is as we expect Him to be. If we expect good of Allah, we will find good in every situation. If we expect bad from Allah, we will perceive that. When we have been through something traumatic, our mind tricks us into misconceptions about Allah rather than thinking of Him as He deserves to be thought of. This can be particularly true when we have been hurt by someone in our lives. When a person hurts you, it doesn't mean that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't care that you are suffering. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, glorified be He, has granted each of us free will. Through this free will, He allows things to happen, but holds each of us accountable for whatever is done. Allowing something to happen is not uh, the same as allowing it to slide. Ibn al-Qayyim states, When the slave commits an ugly prohibited act, what he did is certainly evil and sinful, and the Lord is the one who enabled him to be the doer of that deed. This enablement from God is justice, mercy, and correctness for him making someone capable of acting freely is good while its manifestation in this case was evil and ugly. Again, 
when the slave commits an ugly prohibited act, what he did is certainly evil and sinful, and the Lord is the one who enabled him to be the doer of that deed. This enablement from God is justice, mercy, and correctness for him making someone capable of acting freely is good, while its manifestation in this case was evil and ugly. By enabling God has placed things where they belong for that granting free will contains profound wisdom for which he should be praised. Therefore, this is actually good and wise and beneficial, even if what the slave does is a flaw, a defect, and evil. While free will is a blessing, it also means that sometimes this free will is used for evil. Allah is not the direct cause of this evil, nor does he like it. However, he permits free will to remain for a higher purpose and the greater good. Allowing people to commit evil does not indicate that Allah doesn't love us or care for us since it was a part of his love and care to provide us with the freedom to begin with. If you are unsure of Allah's love, consider this hadith. It was narrated that Umar ibn al-Khattab, may Allah be pleased with him, said, Some prisoners were brought to the Messenger of Allah, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, and there was a woman among the prisoners who was searching for her child. When she found her child, she embraced him and put him to her breast. The Messenger of Allah, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, said to us, Do you think that this woman would throw her child in the fire? We said, No, by Allah, not if she is able not to. The Messenger of Allah, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, said, Allah is more merciful to his slaves than this woman is to her child. Action item. Our emotions can be very powerful, but so can our thoughts and actions. When you notice yourself feeling unloved and doubting that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah glorified be, cares about you, consider ways that he has shown you love and care throughout your life. To work on your difficult emotions through changing your thoughts, create a list of different ways Allah has protected you, shown you mercy, and given you what you need. To work on your difficult emotions through changing reactions, create a list of ways you can choose to nurture your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and pick one to focus on today. Winning the mental fight against jumping to conclusions. Consider the following steps as antidotes to jumping to negative conclusions about Allah during times of hardship. 1. Pay attention to your self-talk. Remember, just because you think something doesn't, doesn't make it true. Remember, just because you think something doesn't make it true. Ask yourself, what is going through my mind right now? When you feel yourself getting angry, what thoughts are going through your mind at the moment or at that moment? 2. Focus on the facts. Search for observable and tangible facts and events. These anchor us to reality and help us to be more objective. Once we look at the facts, we can determine if reality matches our negative perception, which it often doesn't. 3. Consider other possibilities. Part of focusing on the facts include ensuring that you check all the facts. Some of the facts you consider will increase the likelihood of a positive outcome. 
However, we typically choose to focus on evidence that supports the belief that we already hold. In this step, also remind yourself of past positive outcomes. This serves as a reminder that good is possible since you have already experienced positive outcomes in the past. It can also cause you to question your negative mind because the more proofs you find of how your mind was wrong in the past when you anticipated a negative outcome, the more flexible you can be in concluding that things can turn out just fine even when you assume the worst. Again, I will repeat that just for more clarification or emphasis. It can also cause you to question your negative mind. Because the more proofs you find of how your mind was wrong in the past when you anticipated a negative outcome, the more flexible you can be in concluding that things can turn out just fine even when you assume the worst. 4. Accept uncertainty and focus on the present moment. We may never know for certain what people are thinking or what will happen in the future, so worrying about something that is impossible to ascertain can be never-ending. In order to resist unnecessary predictions about others' thoughts or the future, focus on what is certain, the present moment. Ibn al-Qayyim, rahimahullah, may Allah have mercy on his soul, said, your attention must be directed to your life in the present, the time between two times. If you waste it, then you have wasted the opportunity to be of the fortunate and saved ones. If you look after it, then you will be successful and achieve rest, delight, and everlasting bliss. Focusing on the present moment can ground us and alleviate anxiety we may be feeling about the future and shift our focus away from what others are thinking. Inspirational ayat, verses, and hadiths for reflection. And he has granted you all that you asked him for. If you tried to count Allah's blessings, you would never be able to enumerate them. Satan threatens you with poverty and orders you to immorality, while Allah promises you forgiveness from him and bounty. And Allah is all-encompassing and knowing and will provide for him and will provide for him from where he does not expect and whoever relies upon Allah then he is sufficient for him the prophet sallallahu advised his daughter fatima radiyallahu anha may Allah be pleased with her to say in the morning and the evening o allah i have hope in your mercy so do not leave me in charge of my affairs even for a blink of an eye and rectify for me all of my affairs. None has the right to be worshipped except you. Ibn, sorry, Abdullah ibn Umar, Abdullah ibn Umar reported, may Allah be pleased with him, he reported, Abdullah ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with both of them. The messenger, he reported the messenger of Allah uh, would supplicate saying, O oh Allah, I seek refuge in you from a decline in your blessings, the transformation of the wellness you have provided, your sudden retribution and all things displeasing to you. Practical exercises. Acceptance of reality. Channel your energy in a positive direction rather than fighting against the inevitable. Acceptance of reality allows you to take action, 
rather than asking why this is happening ask yourself this is happening so now what what small step can you take to move forward once you have accepted the reality of the struggle you are enduring even if it doesn't feel like it you are perfectly equipped to deal with everything you're facing because you were meant to face it what skills capabilities strengths blessings have you been equipped with equipped with self-compassion uh, notice self-critical thoughts that are going through your mind write them below the antidote to self-criticism is self-compassion consider how you would speak to a friend who is struggling with the same situation what words would you use write out some kind supportive and gentle words that you would share with a friend and read them out to yourself how does it feel to receive compassion during this difficult moment what we need versus what we want remember that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala glorified be he gives us everything we need but not everything that we want have you ever thought you desperately needed something were disappointed that it didn't come to fruition and after some time you learned something that made you realize that it wasn't right for you write about that experience and notice what thoughts and emotions come up remind yourself of allah's love and care our emotions can be very powerful but so can our thoughts and actions when you notice yourself feeling unloved and doubting that Allah glorified be subhanahu wa ta'ala cares about you consider ways that he has shown you love and care throughout your life to work on your difficult emotions through changing your thoughts create a list of the different ways Allah has protected you shown you mercy and given you what you need to work on your difficult emotions through changing your actions create a list of ways you can choose to nurture your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala glorified be and pick up and pick one to focus on today winning the mental fight against jumping to conclusions be aware of your thoughts when you are experiencing a negative emotion ask yourself what is going through your mind right now what conclusion is your mind jumping to focus on the facts what are some observable and tangible facts about this situation do these facts match the thoughts you wrote above consider other possibilities what are some other possible results in this situation other than the one you fear will happen or what are some other possible things that this person may be thinking what are some times in the past when you have had positive outcomes in a similar situation accept uncertainty and focus on the present moment what is something that is certain right at this moment what is something you can say to yourself to help you to accept that some of what you're de- dealing with right now is beyond our control again what is something that is certain uh, right at this moment what is something you can say to yourself to help you to accept that some of what you're dealing with right now is beyond your control follow up ahmed's case example after realizing that his friends all hung out at their favorite spot without him over the weekend ahmed felt his anger bubble over once 
uh, again. After he cooled down a bit, he started to wonder about the impact he might be having on his relationships with people. He began to think back to his interactions with the friends and realized that over the past few months he hadn't asked any of them how they were doing. Each time he spoke to someone, he complained about his own struggles. He started going through his friends' Instagram accounts and realized that at least two of them had been dealing with their own difficulties during this time. This was the starting point that led Ahmed to reflect on the cycle that had led him to this point and to begin to gain a greater sense of control over his unhealthy responses to difficult situations. Ahmed began to pick up on patterns of behavior in his life as well as the thoughts that would go through his mind that kept him feeling hurt, angry, and hopeless, and that impacted his relationships with Allah and others. As Ahmed began to identify his fortune-telling and mind-reading thought patterns, he began to work on them. Instead of thinking, what's the point of studying since it's pretty impossible to get my grades up, he began to think, I can't change the past, but I can do my best to put an effort for the future. Instead of thinking, my friends must hate me and that's why they aren't hanging out with me anymore, he began to think, I've been really focused on my own struggles lately and haven't been as kind to my friends, so that's something I'd like to work on. As he worked on these negative thought patterns, his behaviors, his behaviors changed as he began to identify the things that triggered, uh, triggered his angry outburst and began to practice healthier ways of responding to them. He began to exercise daily to release the adrenaline that was building up in his body. He felt a greater sense of calmness and began to feel proud of the way he was able to communicate with other people. He made it a point to ask his friends how they were doing and to journal about his own struggles to offer himself the release he needed. Ahmed applied the same awareness to his thoughts about Allah and the impact this had on his relationship with him, with Allah. He realized that he had been thinking that Allah didn't care for him due to all of the struggles he was enduring. When he realized that this was an example of mind reading, Ahmed began to remind himself, Allah tests those he loves and I have to do my part to change my life as well. Ahmed reflected on the ways Allah had shown love and care to him in the past and present to alleviate these negative thoughts. As his thoughts toward Allah improved, his connection through acts of worship also improved. As he began to feel deserving of good, he began to take the initiative to increase the good in his life. Alhamdulillah, praise be to Allah. That's the end of part two.